Welcome, everybody, to the first episode of Psych You Out, a rewatch podcast about the TV show Psych. This podcast will seek to watch all 120 episodes, as well as the movie, as well as the musical, and the new movie coming out July 2020. So welcome, everybody. We are happy that you're listening to our podcast, our debut episode of the podcast. We hope you like it. If you do, please give us feedback. This is actually a test run that we're doing. And if we get good feedback on this episode, then we're going to be recording more. But I guess what we should do is introduce ourselves. That Yes, that would probably um, that help. That would probably be helpful. We are not TV critics, but we are TV fans. Very much so. And we are also mother and daughter. My name is Jane. My name is Livia. We love to watch movies together and we love to watch TV together. And so we both love and we thought it would be fun to do this podcast together because who wouldn't want to do that i know right so my name is jane like i said and i have always loved tv and some of the shows that i loved when i was younger include uh, moonlighting and remington steel and i know that the creators of the tv show psych wanted to model their TV show after those two shows, which is kind of why I knew that I would love the show. And I believe it was Olivia. I believe you're the one that turned me on to the show. I think you started watching it. Well, I know that. So because we both love TV so much, I like to binge watch shows. And so I think I had just finished something or I was starting to finish it. And I was like, I don't know what else to watch. So I went to you and I was like, hey, is there anything that you would recommend? You said that you hadn't really finished it, but you'd watched a few episodes and you thought that I would like it. So I immediately put it on and binge watched the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah, from day one you liked it. Yeah, I didn't watch it when it was originally on. I knew how popular it was with people. I guess I was kind of prejudiced against it because it was on a secondary cable network. Like who would watch a TV show on USA Network? You know, back in 2009, you're too young to really remember this, but in 2009, that wasn't really a thing. Uh, I can't, I don't remember when Walking Dead started on AMC, but that's really the first like breakout TV show that that I recall. But if it started after Psych, then it, it might be Psych that's the show that was the breakout to show that these shows on these secondary networks can actually be successful. They can be something good. Yeah, and I believe that the pilot episode of Psych was actually the number one premier pilot for that season. Um, It had really, really good numbers. Yeah, I was going to say, I was looking at something, and I think it said like 6 million people watched it. And which for a secondary cable network... Is amazing. Is amazing. So, and and the pilot is a great pilot. I mean, it it shows exactly what the show is going to be like. And, you know, some shows, like you and I have done an episode on our other podcast Mm -hmm. about community and how the first few episodes of community are are very very different. different from the remaining episodes of community yeah. so literally the first three episodes are one show and then the and rest, then the rest is just creative nonsense and is wonderful and just chaotic. And very unique uh, but psych from the pilot you watch it's the, the pilot and you watch the last episode it's the same show they hit upon a formula that was super successful and they stuck with it they never diverted from it yeah and that, and in this case, that's a good thing because it was, it was a, a good a quality good show. show. It really is. So the show was created by Steve Franks. And before Psych started, really the only credit that he had was that he was the creative person behind 
1999's Big Daddy, which was a um, an Adam Sandler movie. And he was one of the three writers on the, the movie. And then based on that success, he went to uh, what's called a blind pitch. And they said, just give us five ideas you have for TV shows. And one of his ideas was to do kind of a moonlighting Remington Steel homage detective show that has all that crackly snapping dialogue, but then really good mysteries that need to be solved. And he ended up not getting anything. They kept pitching to other networks and finally they got to USA Network and they pitched it and they loved it. And from there, they they went and they had they ended up with like eight seasons of the show. Yep, they had eight seasons with 120 episodes in mm-hmm. total. Yeah, so kudos to see Steve uh, Franks for creating something that really was kind of lightning in a bottle that became so successful. And then one thing that I learned: not only was he the creator and writer and sometime director of Psych, he's also it's his band that has the opening theme, mm-hmm. which I had no idea. But it's a band called the Friendly Indians. Is that uh, what they were? I didn't write it down. I think it's were. Friendly Indians. And they do the theme. And what I love about the theme to Psych is similar to Community and Friends and Cheers. You you sing to it. You sing to it. Every episode. Every episode. Nowadays, shows don't really have theme songs. Yeah, I know. Like with Bones, it was just sort of like a melody or whatever. It wasn't like something you could really get into and yeah you wouldn't be hearing it on the radio yeah whereas the the theme to psych i could um, hear that on the radio oh absolutely it could absolutely be played the on the radio so you know that's another thing that's unique about psych is that you know even from the opener the opening it's just credits fun and energetic and i mean if you even listen to the lyrics you can sort of get an idea of i guess sort of personality of the show yeah absolutely yeah it's a light frothy bouncy kind of song yeah and is very emblematic of what the show is like even though it's a a mystery whodunit kind of crime yeah dramedy as it were but yeah so we're going to talk a little bit so you know we're not really sure the format of the show because obviously this is just kind of a trial run but our thinking is is that we will talk through the show very generally yeah uh, note any things of interest and trivia and things like that. Yeah, basically just some basic information like this episode, some things we enjoyed, mm-hmm. all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah. So I guess we will go ahead and get started. The intro to the show, it shows this little boy and his dad, played by Corbin Burnson, who's very famous from L.A. Law and um, some other other things. Um, he was in Major League, which is one of my favorite baseball comedy movies. They're sitting in a diner, and the dad is kind of overbearing and is forcing his son to close his eyes and from memory talk about how many people were wearing hats in the diner that they're sitting in. And you very quickly see that Sean, um, who's the little boy, has this gift of observation and he is able to count, you know, from memory in detail how many hats are still in the diner. And the dad is sort of impressed, but yet, you know, sort of not. And, you know, you can tell that there's friction there. Yeah. But that's how the show opens. And what I love is that the show, as we go on, if you're watching it with us, you'll notice that a lot a lot of times the show opens with a childhood memory. I think every episode. Of Sean. 
Well, I guess we'll find out as we begin to rewatch if it's I'm, every episode. I'm but pretty it's, sure it's every it's episode. Definitely it the up. majority. And so you get a little bit of insight into Sean's character yeah. and why he is the way that he is. Yeah. So what happens um, after the intro is that he is watching the news. Watching the news, and there's a story about a, a robbery at a stereo stereo store. And he notices some things in that clip on the news, and he calls the police and says, "Hey, that's the guy that did it." Yeah. Well, the police are suspect as to how this because guy knows. Why this. does he know that? So they call him in, down to the station and accuse him of being a party to the crime. Yes. And that, and I feel like we should go ahead and say that this is the intro to Lassiter. Yes. So one of the detectives that calls him in is uh, Detective Detective Lassiter, played by, and I hope I pronounce it right, John Omenson. No, Timothy Timothy. Omenson. Sorry, that's not his name. I know. I was totally wrong. Timothy Omenson. I hope I say it right. John. (laughs) Is that how it's pronounced? No, Timothy Omenson, and he played Lasseter through the whole series. He's um, been seen in other things. He played Kane on Supernatural. Yes, he did. He did. Um, He was also on a show, Judging Amy, um, a long time ago, as well as Gallivant, which is a miniseries musical. Yeah, it was like a comedy musical that was on for a few episodes. He played King Richard in that. So he's he's done a lot of work, but as Detective Lasseter, he's a very no-nonsense... No sense of humor, very serious about his job, wanting to catch the bad guys. Yeah. So he's very much stickler for the rules. Yeah, he's all business. So in walks Sean, who is very sarcastic and not serious at all. Yeah, not. Doesn't take anything serious. Um, he thinks he's there to pick up the reward because he solved the, the crime. The crime. But he quickly finds out that Lassiter intends to arrest him. Well, while he had been at the police station, he noticed a a lot of different things and saw lots of different things. So he went into this whole shtick where he pointed out... He's a psychic and he's gotten this vision. Right. And so he pointed out that the desk sergeant, you know, had lost somebody, her grandmother, grandmother, and that another detective was taking waltzing lessons um, and learning how to dance, so he must be getting married. And that Lassiter and the junior detective were in a relationship. relationship. And, And then he also said, hey, there's a guy in... Detention room two. The evidence is in in his his shoe. shoe. And so they go and check it out and realize that, okay, well, we don't know how he's doing this. But but he he knows. knows. And so as he is leaving the the station, because they let him go, because he, you know... He didn't have he anything didn't, to do with didn't that. Have anything to do with it? The interim police chief comes down uh, down the stairs and says, "Hey, you know, if you really do have this skill, I want to I want to see it. I want to yeah. see it in action. And if you can't solve this crime, well, not if you can't. If you're lying, right? If we find out that you're lying about being a psychic, we will press charges in the case of the robbery because the only way you could know is if you were part of it. Yeah." And so that's when the crime of the week comes in. And it's basically the kidnapping of the son of a very prominent wealthy family in town. Yep. So Sean, who is played delightfully by James Roday, he is just hilarious in this show. Very funny. He goes to his best friend, Gus. Gus. 
Or Burton Guster. Right, Burton Guster, who's played by Dulé Hill. And this pairing is it's one, of, amazing. one of the most fun pairings, I think, on TV. I think not necessarily side by side, but Abed and Troy, very similar. Very similar to Troy and Abed from Community. Yeah. When you get that great chemistry and that good pairing, yeah. it's it's lightning in a bottle, which I think I said earlier. That's <laughs> going to be my cliche of the week. <laughs> but they're wonderful together. And what I loved is that because they introduced the fact that they had been friends since yeah, they were six years friends. old, um, they already had that patter, that back and forth of yelling at each other but still loving each other and... Um, wanting to help each other, but wondering if that, you know, each other is crazy and uh, just fun. Yeah. So he goes to Gus and says, look, we I got this job. We, we can. Right. We have this job. We can do get. We've wanted to do this since we were kids and now we can. And Gus, who has a real job, says, you you're have crazy. Not, you're crazy. You haven't had a real job in like 16 years. And Sean says, but this this is it. This, this is, is the one. This is the one. And so somehow he talks Gus into going along with it. And so the rest of the episode is them trying to solve the kidnapping and figure out where this son has gone, gone, where he's been taken. So Pascal Hutton was one of the guest stars on the episode. She went on to become a Hallmark actress and has been in a lot of Hallmark movies. Of course you would know. Of course I would know that because I love Hallmark movies. Um, And she is also on When Calls the Heart, which is the Hallmark TV show that airs on Hallmark Channel. So that was kind of the the famous guest star of the week. If you will. Famous to me. Famous to Hallmarkies. Famous Um, to you and you alone. (laughs) And very, very young. So yeah. it took me a second to place her. Well, no, I saw her name in the uh, the credits yeah. first. Um, but then even when she came down the stairs of the house, I was like, wow, she's she's so young. young. <laughs> so they're investigating this kidnapping and they're interviewing family members. And Sean is noticing things all along the way. And Yeah. And of course, he's attracted to... To the, the daughter, Pascal yeah. Hutton, her, her character. And is constantly trying to make moves on her. So we won't go too much into detail about, you know, the how he solves the crime. Because my hope is that, you know, if you're new to watching Psych or if you have, have watched, watched it, it, that you'll watch the episode. And that way we don't want to spoil anything, yeah. you know, since it is a, a mystery whodunit kind of show. So there is something that I noticed in the show that I thought was really interesting. And it goes back to the very beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. At some point, Sean finds out that his dad is back in Santa Barbara where the show takes place. That's right. And so they go out and have lunch. And when they're having lunch, Sean's dad says, close your eyes, and essentially does the hat thing again. And I think it was a good way to show sort of they're still even now that, I guess, tension between them. Mm -hmm. But also Sean is still just as good as this when he was a kid. Right. And that lunch was precipitated by the fact that the police chief had called in the dad Mm -hmm. in order to kind of feel him out with regard to sh- whether Sean is legit or not. No, that was at the end. No. Was that at the end? I thought yeah, they... Yeah, the very, very end, she said, I wanted to go ahead and do a little background check on you. I thought they went to lunch after that. No, because he... They got pulled over and found out that dad oh, was Oh, the dad in town. was back in town. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Well... Your time is off. I know. I, I should have taken better notes. Apparently, I did, and you didn't. 
Um, but well, then it must have been that the lunch, you know, at the lunch when the dad realized that, okay, he he still has these skills that I've taught him to be super observant. When the police chief calls him into the station to kind of talk to him about Sean's skills, the dad goes to bat for him and says, yeah, he's he's a psychic. You know, we don't get to be a part of that conversation, but the implication is that he says, yeah, he says that what Sean says generally. is true. You know, yeah. he, he can definitely help out the station. Um, and I like that because that shows that the dad, even though he's very tough on Sean, he's really kind of proud of Sean yeah. that he, you know, has that he this is skill. even doing this sort of helpful thing and not using it for dumb reasons. Right. And that he's using the skill that he taught him. Yeah. You know, and, and is doing it as because the dad is a former cop. And so the fact that his son is doing this for the police department in town, even you know, though Sean is very against, he even says he's never going to be a cop. Like right. His dad. He doesn't want to be a cop. Yeah. But he's using the, the skills that are necessary for like a good detective. Yeah. Well, in the end, you know, Sean and Gus are able to solve the crime and they're able to figure out exactly what happened with the son and all is well in the world. And the police chief says, hey, do you want to have another case? And Sean says, yes, absolutely. And so so that's kind of the the start of the show that from then on, they're going to start Sen- solving essentially all these, solve mysteries, solve mysteries and work with Lassiter going forward yep. on solving these crimes. But what's great about the show is that it has some, it's very memeable. Yes. If you, well, if you look for psych memes, they, there are definitely so out there. many of them. And we both during the pilot looked to see if there was one we really recognized, um, but we didn't really recognize any from the pilot, but there, trust us, there are There's many later on. Some. But one of the fun things about psych is that James Roday Apparently loves pineapples. I believe during the pilot, he ad-libbed that line. The pineapple one. Yeah. So at some point, he's in Gus's apartment, and they're getting ready to go somewhere. And Sean picks up this whole pineapple and says, should I slice this up for the road? And everybody was very tickled, you know, by that line because it was an ad-lib. Yeah. And James Roday decided that he wanted to have... A, a pineapple show up somewhere in the episode in every episode. And so what's really fun is looking for the pineapple in every episode. In the pilot, it's very obvious. He's literally holding he, it in yeah, his hands. Literally. But some of them are not as obvious. Some of them are so obscure. And I think there are only like one or two episodes where they didn't have a pineapple in yeah. it. But some of the ones where you find the pineapple, it's so hidden in the background of a scene. Yeah. And sometimes they say the word and it's like, right. if you're not listening to that dialogue, might, it's right over your head. Yeah, exactly. So in this episode, the pineapple was easy to spot. It was right there in that scene where he held it. Uh, one other thing I wanted to bring up. So at some point, the junior detective played by Ann Dudek, who uh, unfortunately is never seen again because after this pilot aired, they brought in somebody else to be the new detective. They they kind of, because she and Lassiter were supposed to be in a relationship, the reason why she disappears is 
in a later yeah, some way they say she that. gets reassigned because it was inappropriate for her yeah. ambassador to be in a relationship so at that point they bring on maggie lawson and maggie lawson takes over she does the role amazing as, love her as jules yeah so she's fantastic but in this episode this particular uh junior detective and dudek she and sean go into the shooting range um so they can talk privately about the case and sean says that the gun is much heavier than a water gun. Right, because he's never shot a gun before. So she shoots at the target, and it looked like it was probably like a 25-yard target. It didn't look like it was too far away. Yeah. Um, and then he picks up the gun, and he shoots, and she's like, oh, look, you missed. And when the target got closer, target got closer she saw that, no, he actually he shot pretty much exactly the same. Right in her holes that she had shot. And that made me laugh because one of the TV shows that I love on Amazon Prime right now is Top Shot, which is a marksmanship reality show where these these guys professional and, uh, and women yeah well some of them aren't even professionals some are just amateurs but military guys and sporting guys and they come on to Top Shot and they have to do trick shooting and specialty shooting or use weapons like knives and rocks and you know who knows what Wouldn't else. Wouldn't they use rocks? Uh, well, they they considered that an antique weapon. And so they had to do a, a competition with rocks. That's insane. But what I loved about the, the psych shot was that I could easily see that being a shot that they would do on Top Shot where somebody would shoot a target and, and then, then somebody... somebody would have to come along behind it and match shot for shot the exact same holes based on what i've seen on top shot and they had four very hard to do that's pretty much impossible to do (laughs) (laughs) Um, but i appreciated it nonetheless and i think it would be a fun challenge if they ever bring back top shot for somebody to try and do that i love top shot i i think it's a great those those people are tremendously talented and have that gift of picking up things that they've not used before yeah. and excelling in the usage of them. So that's uh, that's right now free on Amazon Prime. I don't know when that's going to run out. That's probably going to end soon. I would think it might be at the end of the month. So, you know, if, if you've got Amazon Prime, look for Top Shot and see if it's still free so you can watch it. I recommend season two because George Rhinus is awesome. But yeah, so that's all the notes that I have. For this episode. All right. What's your last note? So my last note is that a lot of the times since Sean is not a psychic, him and Gus trespass a lot. (laughs) So I've put that a lot of the times to get their information. They they trespass on all of these people's like land and crime scenes and all that kind of stuff to get their information. So it's interesting to always see... How they do that. Right. What is Gus going to scold him about and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, because Gus is there to kind of keep Sean from going too far. Yeah. But even with him being there, Sean frequently goes too far. Yes. (laughs) But but imagine how much worse it would be if Gus was not there. Yes. And Gus definitely, he, uh, because him and Sean are basically childhood friends, he sort of knows what Sean is willing to do. Right. Yeah. No, but you can tell from their friendship that he's definitely the one to reel him in. Yeah. And keep him from getting arrested for <laughs> breaking and entering. Yes. But yeah, that's Psych Episode 1. 
And so we'd love to get your feedback. If you want to hear the whole synopsis where we tell the entire episode, um, including who done it and how yeah. they done it and, and all that. Basically spoilers galore. Right. Then we can do that. We just thought it would be fun to do a non-spoilery show. Yeah. But if you want the spoilers, we'll do the spoilers. So please give us feedback and let us know if you want those. And again, you know, we're, we don't really know what kind of format we're going to do for this. So this first episode was just kind of feeling out. Feeling out, working what we, out what we want to do. Yeah, talk and about. what we might talk about. So if, if we miss something, if there's more trivia that you want to know, more background that you want to know, more history that you want to yeah. know, you know, we're, we're happy to do happy a to deep do so. dive. Yeah, and get into that and, and give you the scoop on the, the show. You want to hear what our favorite moment is? And at the exact time, we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I would do that anyway, even if they didn't request it. But that's that's it for this week. I think, you know, we're at a nice 27 minute, 26 minutes. So mm-hmm. I think that's a good length of time to talk about it. Yeah. You feel good about it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we literally just watched the episode and we're recording this. Yes. And I don't know what our release schedule will be if we decide to do more episodes of, of, of the, this. this podcast. So we don't even have an email address or any of that we stuff. We don't got anything. Uh, I'll have to create that. <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of this, I will add a little tidbit on, on where on you can email end. us. Yeah, so that you can email us and give us your feedback on the show. But in any event, if you have found this episode and you have listened to it, we thank you for joining us. Again, my name is Jane. My name is Olivia. If you want to email us with your feedback about the show, please email us at psychyououtpodcast at gmail.com. That's psych, P-S-Y-C-H, youout podcast at gmail.com we look forward to hearing from you and we will see you next week bye